Well, shareholders at Discovery are in for a disappointment. That's as the insurance company has yet again decided to keep cash on hand, sticking to its conservative stance that was implemented since the height of the pandemic. Discovery says it will revisit the reinstatement of the dividend at the end of the financial year. And join me now as we unpack the firm's half-year performance is CEO of Discovery, Adrian Gore. Uh, well, although uh, there hasn't been an interim dividend declared, but I actually saw the share price movements and it was actually quite positive on the day, Adrian. Now, just looking at your results, uh, your normalized uh, headline earnings and also your normalized uh, profit from operations have further exceeded pandemic levels. Um, you've had such a strong cash generation to the point where you're not seeking a rights issue anymore uh, to replace the capital that was injected into Ping An Health in China. So would you say that after the pandemic and even with the current challenges that exist in the macroeconomic environment, that the ground is firm under your feet? Yes, I think that, listen, I think there are considerable risks in the environment and globally there are risks, but from an organization perspective, I think we're very, very comfortable. The, um, the shared value model using Vitality is really buttoned down uh, in a very, very tight way and all of the businesses, I think, have, have done well in their sectors. So the operating performance has been strong. The uh, new initiatives have come through nicely. Uh, so every aspect of the, of the organization is in balance and the growth is particularly strong. You know, we, we kind of have a, a model that we, if it works well, we've grown CPR plus 10%. We're kind of on that track. So I think we're very pleased with how the, the six months has played out. Yeah, but still no dividends. So what will be the plug uh, to, to plug that gap in order for you to actually reinstate that dividend? What still needs to happen? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating issue. First, let me just historically tell you, we, we used to pay a dividend at a very high cover ratio. So we, we've never been a big dividend payer. You know, people bought our stock, I think, for growth and for what we're trying to achieve. And many of our shareholders who say, why are you paying a dividend at all? So when COVID came, we stopped the dividend, we invested in growth, and to us it was like a no-brainer. We're not necessarily will reinstate the dividend. There's no need to. We're growing quickly. Then came our last set of results, and suddenly we were lambasted about where's the dividend? We're like, you know, what do you, you know, why is it so important? But I think I think what's interesting, it was more the symbolism, not the dividend, around okay. why aren't you paying it? And to an extent, I think uh, at this set of results, it's been clear to the, to the market, it appears that, that the rationale is right. We're growing strongly. The dividend is not our priority. Having said that, we know we must pay a dividend, obviously, but there's no rush to do so and we'll revisit it. But I think the, the growth and the, the potential is much more important, I believe. Yeah, um, I get what you're saying that investors have really uh, invested for growth reasons on Discovery. But I guess really the, the negative sentiment was coming from the fact that, you know, um, there's so much cash hungry new initiatives that you're plowing money into. But we're not yet starting to see those those significant profits. So just on that with Ping Unhealth, just zooming on that, of course, the sentiment on China, any exposure to China has really been shaky recently. Um, and we saw that also with Ping An Health experiencing a lot of challenges over there. So just with the reopening now that we have of China, do you expect there to be a significant turnaround? And do you expect that to start filtering through at least from the second half of the financial year? Yes, I think it's right. You know, look, if you look at the six months, uh, this period, it was everything uh, 
difficult in China. The lockdowns were at, at the highest level. Then the lockdowns came off, the, the zero COVID policy disappeared. A massive COVID wave went through uh, China. We're still seeing kind of the remnants of that, et cetera. So it was a particularly difficult period. The, the business took a very conservative approach. Uh, it is actually very, very, it's exceptionally well run. The, the, you know, if you look at the data emerging out of China, the opening of China is happening. We expect strong economic growth in the second, in the second quarter of the calendar year. So it's very well positioned to grow. And I think COVID, as it's done everywhere, has kind of, in a sense, sharpened people's sense about health, about resilience, about protection. So I think directionally, everything is in the right place. So we are optimistic that in the six months now, it will bounce back strongly. Um, it's a huge business. I mean, it's a business with 25, 30 billion rands of, of, of reserves, you know, 20 million clients. It's today a massive, massive business. So we're optimistic about how it will play out. But for sure, it was a difficult time. Yeah. All right. As much as you had double digit growth in that earnings picture, Discovery Insure, though, was a pressure point. Uh, we saw normalized profit from operations. They're plummeting by 73 percent. What are the biggest headwinds that you are seeing there and how are you navigating that going forward? Well, Discovery Insure is, uh, had a difficult period, not in the comparative period, but in the, the last six months. The issue there is, I think, like most short term insurers and motor insurers, during COVID, we couldn't really increase rates because people weren't driving and were obviously not prepared to pay inflationary rates. But then comes now and the cost curve of motor parts, of the cost of cars, you know, the, the post-COVID supply chain difficulty has come through and suddenly we're in losses. You know, we're just charging too little. So over the six months, there's been a huge amount of work on repricing parts of the book. They did a great job, the team. I think the lapse rates were quite low. We lost some, some business, but the book is now priced appropriately. The actual model about incentivizing better driving is working well. So if you look at the run rate, it's now kind of back to where the margins are starting to emerge again. So although it kind of just broke even, very, very important. It kind of got out of the losses of the pre previous six months. And how, uh, we think it's in a good position now. How to easy make, is to, it? To how easy is it, though, um, uh, Adrian, for consumers to absorb those price increases? You know, it's interesting that, that listen, we are very careful about understanding people's affordability. So to an extent, we don't, we're not opportunistic at just upping rates. But the reality is that the business was underpriced. You're making losses. You, know? you, you can't sell a product at a, at a, you know, below its cost price, so to speak. So we are very careful about how we did it. And people, are, people absorb it and have been relatively sticky. I mean, I'm proud of the discovery products that when people engage, they get value for money. And I think with Insure, they feel that. So we've had, a, I think, a tremendously successful time of, of, of increasing rates, but giving people value for money. We're doing it very carefully in a sound moral way, I hope. Yeah. All right. Just lastly, uh, let's go into Discovery Bank, posting a 46% rise in new business acquisition costs. That's 30% of the operating loss that was posted in this interim period. What do these entail? Or is it a case of you need to spend money to get money? I think in growing any business, especially new business, you've got to spend money on acquisition costs. Discovery Bank is well within its plan in terms of capital spend. So it's doing a lot better in the budget. And the actual growth in quality has been staggering. I think Discovery Bank has been, to an extent, the star of the show over the last six months. You know, as, as we were discussing, the numbers are, are staggering, I think. But it's the anecdotes that we have. People are loving the bank. You know what I mean? It's, it's come, becoming narrative at a dinner party. It's, it's coming all the signs of, you know, Discovery Health in its early days. So it's, it really is... It's really been a fantastic time uh, for the bank. I've definitely contributed to those conversations at the dinner party. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Adrian. Uh, that was the CEO of Discovery, Adrian Gore.